Hello, and welcome to Woes of a Witch podcast. I'm your host, Emma Westbrook. I'm a magical mentor, tarot diviner, and psychic witch of over 10 years. Here on Woes of a Witch podcast, I like to share with you aspects of my magical journey. I answer your witch woes, giving you insight and help on living your best magical life. And in general, I just like to cultivate a space where we talk about magic and think about magic. So welcome to that space. I'm so glad you're here. And I thank you so much for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Woes of a Witch podcast. Um, I am really excited for our episode today. This is something that I have been asked about by some people in my coven or just other witches I've been having discussions with, and I just think it's really fun to hear and fun to share. And so this episode is going to be about how I am kind of ending the year as a witch. So that includes the ways in which I'm spiritually ending a chapter, but also the ways in which I celebrate Yule um, and other, you know, sacred times of the year. So yeah, I think it's going to be really fun um, to talk about and I'm excited about it. So I guess we'll just kind of get started. Um, There's so, honestly, there's so much that I'm doing this year that it's hard to kind of (laughs) figure out where to start because obviously, you know, as a person who shares magic with community and with clients, um, there's a lot of things I'm doing in my business and things I'm offering, but there's also a lot that I'm doing internally. So I'm going to try to weave both of those in here. Um, so I guess the first thing I'll start with is just a really general statement of just like, I'm reflecting a lot. (laughs) Um, I, I think all witches are this way, but I feel like any sort of threshold of, um, like a time marker is really an opportunity for me to like reflect very deeply. Um, and I really need that as a person. Like if I don't take time to intentionally reflect, I'll just keep going and going and going and I won't ever look back. (laughs) Um, and I really need that to like ground myself in what has come and, and what I've accomplished and what I've learned and how I've grown and, you know, the lessons that the universe has taught me. So I really tried to take markers like this, like the end of the Gregorian calendar year, um, to symbolize that. But I also do that on my birthday. Um, sometimes I'll do it on Samhain, like the witch's new year. Um, personally, I love celebrating Samhain and I, I absolutely celebrate it, but I don't really honor it as my personal new year. Um, I do feel the energetic shift in the Gregorian calendar. And I know that's like controversial as a pagan, but um, I think it's just like collectively, we've all connected to this time for so long as being, or not that long in relative history, but you know, for my entire lifetime, right? Like we as a collective have recognized this as like the beginning of a new year. And something that I really do like to honor within these kind of threshold moments, like a new year or a birthday is the numerology and how the numerology shifts. And when we enter a new year, the numerology shifts. And so that is a marker for me 
um, that I like to go by. So, and what I mean by that is that like each year holds a different number. There's like a number of the year. So 2023 was seven, um, which a lot of people like to connect these numbers to the tarot. So that was our chariot year. And now 2024 is going to be eight, which is the strength card. So it's the strength year as a collective. Um, and I like to use that technique for myself too, in, in calculating like my numerology card of the year. Um, and yeah, and I feel like, I guess that leads me into my next thing that I do <laughs> towards the end of the year, which is year ahead readings. Um, year ahead readings have become like such a thing for lack of a better word, um, in the tarot and witch world, um, in the last couple of years, like they've really become a staple of my practice and also of my business and a lot of other people's as well. So I definitely love giving year ahead readings. I find them to be really cool and really powerful. Um, it's a completely different format of reading than I normally do. So I've been doing them for, you know, a, a couple years now, and I feel like I've come up with a nice format for how to move forward with the next year and looking at that. And I love it because you can return back to it at every month and kind of, you know, reflect on like, oh, okay, this is like the energy of the month. Um, and I say that both as a facilitator of them, but also of a receiver of them. I always get a year ahead reading myself. I actually just had one um, this past week and it was great. It made me feel really inspired and excited about the year ahead. And yeah, I'm going to start getting into the ones that I have um, scheduled that people booked through me this weekend. And I'm excited to get those out to you all. So if you're interested in, in booking a year ahead reading, um, I will link that in the show notes, but yeah, pretty much what they are is that you go through each month of the year, um, and look at kind of the general themes of the year and you get your card of the year, um, which is really powerful and really significant and something that I think really follows you throughout the entire year. Um, for 2023, my card of the year was the world, um, which was really, uh, you know, it was, it was a lot. It was, <laughs> it was a big prophecy to fulfill the world being your card of the year, you know, like it was, it was a big one. Um, and I'm still kind of reflecting on how that sits with me and how that's come to be because, um, you know, the world is just, it's one of my favorite cards, but it, it is so all encompassing. Like it's really, really powerful. And so it's interesting to think it's in a way I'm kind of like every year is a world year, but another way I'm like, how is this a world year? So that's something that I'll be in my reflecting, like something specific I'll be reflecting on is like how that card of the year resonated with me. And then I'll also be thinking about my card of the year for 2024, um, which is the chariot, which is interesting because, you know, collectively, 2023 was a chariot year. Um, and now I'm kind of having my own personal chariot moment. Um, and that feels really exciting and good for me. Like I love seeing the chariot as the card of the year, um, for me or for anybody. So I'm going to also kind of sit with that and see how that feels for me and do some reflecting on that. Um, and the way in which I like to reflect, I, I created this sort of like system last year of reflection that I really resonated with. And it's something that I've shared before. So you may have heard me talk about it, but I really, really like using this form, um, this structure to reflect and also to manifest for the next year. So 
in this episode, I'm really going to focus on how I'm ending the year. And then I'm going to do another episode of like how I'm beginning the year. But anyway, so I created this, I mean, I created this like structure using the 12 houses of astrology. So, you know, going through the themes of the houses, the first house being the self, second house being resources, assets, money, you know, obviously complete generalizations, but going through the houses and reflecting on what was really good for me in that area of my life in the past year, what was something I learned, like using that framework to kind of look at all the different areas of life, because I do feel that the 12 houses encompass a lot of the experiences of life. I mean, that's what astrology is, right? It's like a way of looking at life. So I think that's a really nice way to touch upon things that maybe I wouldn't have reflected upon if I wasn't using that system. Like for example, the eighth house, which is like, sex, death, inheritances, you know, there's like, it's like ruled by Scorpio. So it's like very underworldly and it's very, um, chthonic, uh, but it's also very cathartic. And so I wouldn't necessarily be like reflecting on that area of my life without this system personally. And so that I like that that prompts me to do that. And something that I'll also do is I'll reflect internally and externally. So for example, with, you know, the first house, like internally would be how things in which I've grown internally about myself. Like for example, this year, I feel like I've really come to like a a good place with my relationship with myself. And I feel like I'm not trying to like combat myself (laughs) all the time. Like I used to, I feel like I'm friends with myself now. And that's a really big, um, celebration for me in, at the end of this year. And so that would be kind of like my first house reflection internally, but then externally, um, you know, I feel like I have really started to honor my health in a way that I haven't in the past this year. And that feels related to the self as like the body, the vessel in an external way. So that's just an example for like how I like to go about it. And I created this magical guide. It's pretty much just like a PDF that goes through this, um, both for myself, but also for, I put it in the portal for my coven and it's available on my website and it comes with anyone that books a year ahead reading. I just give you that as well for you to kind of like record your card of the month and then looking through the um, different houses and reflecting. And yeah, it's just been like a really nice um, technique to use to reflect. So within the realm of like reflecting, I feel like there's also a lot of releasing that I'm doing as the year closes out. Um, I don't always feel so called to do a lot of releasing at the end of the year. Like it really depends on what type of year I've had and where I'm at energetically. But this year in particular, I've been feeling so called to, and even this podcast episode is part of that, like to intentionally close out the year before I bring in the new year. And I feel like in the past, I've maybe just been more excited to like start new and to just start manifesting and looking at what I want to call in in the new year. But this year, I'm like really focused on making sure that I do those reflections and, you know, doing maybe even some cord cutting and releasing before I step into the new year. And I think the reasoning for that, like energetically, is because 
well, one, there's a lot that I want to like let go of this year, but also um, because Mercury is, is about to be in retrograde and in December 13th, Mercury is going to go into retrograde and will stay retrograde until January 1st, which I think is like really significant, like to close out the year in this way where we're meant to reflect, we're meant to look back on the entire year. Mercury retrograde encourages that for us. And then as soon as January 1st happens, Mercury goes direct. So that feels really significant to me and really cool, um, especially because we started 2023 in a Mercury retrograde as well. So I really like that. And I think that that is part of the reason why I'm feeling so called to look within and reflect and release um, more so than I have in the past uh, is because of this Mercury retrograde. And I was asking myself that question, like, why am I feeling so connected to this idea of releasing this year? Um, and then I found out about the Mercury retrograde and I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> um, and so on the same kind of like note of releasing, um, I, I'm doing a lot of solstice events. I mean, the solstice is like, I would say the star, of <laughs> the star of the show for me in the winter. I mean, I grew up celebrating Christmas and I do celebrate Christmas for sure. Like I do. And I, I, I enjoy Christmas. I really do. Um, I celebrate it with my family, but the solstice is like the most significant spiritual, um, holiday for me in December. Um, I do celebrate Yule and I feel like what I love about Yule is that Yule is not like one day. It's like the whole kind of season in a way. Like it's, it's multiple days. And I've always felt that this time of year does hold that space of like being uh, not just one day, having a season. And I think in general, like pagan holidays, the wheel of the year honors that more of like the seasonal energy, like, you know, Samhain, Halloween, right? Like that's like the whole month is like that. And I feel like Samhain, even though Samhain is one day, like it encompasses it more for me. So anyway, but yeah, so the solstice is, the solstice is a huge deal for me. Winter solstice, summer solstice, equinoxes, like I've always been, um, really, what is the word? I guess like traditional in that sense of my pagan practice. Like I really like those threshold days. I really celebrate them a lot, both in, um, with myself and also with community. And so in my coven, my Patreon coven, um, we, have always done a winter solstice ritual. We had a really great one last year and we have another one this year. Um, and what I'm going to do in the solstice ritual, um, is we're going to do a releasing spell working with ice because it's like, you know, it's winter, it's cold. Ice magic is something that I feel I don't do it as often as I like, but it's really fun when I do it. So we're going to do some sort of ice magic releasing ritual. Um, and typically that's not what I would do for the solstice, especially with my coven. Like I would focus more on like last year we did like a manifesting ritual. Um, and I think that we'll do that in January in the coven, but I, I really am feeling called to do this releasing in December. So I'm doing, that's another thing I'm doing, you know, this month is celebrating the solstice in a ton of ways. So one with the coven, that's going to be on the 20th. Um, my coven is through Zoom. So at 7 p.m. <clears throat> on the 20th, we're going to do 
our solstice releasing ritual. I'm also doing an in-person solstice ritual this month at Get Right Wellness Collective in Ridgewood. And in that ritual, we are going to focus a little bit more on manifesting. Um, we're going to do this really fun snowflake like paper snowflake talisman um, that I've done. I actually did that last year in my coven, um, but it's so much fun. It's like a really cute little craft and like it's something I used to do as a kid. So it makes my inner child really happy to like weave magic into this thing I used to do as a kid, which is also just like really cute. Um, so we're going to do that. And then there's going to be a bunch of other things as part of that ritual too at Get Right Wellness Collective. You can find more information about it on my Instagram, but that's going to be on December 17th, um, which is a Sunday evening at 6 p.m. So if you're looking for you know something to do for the solstice, um, I absolutely welcome you and invite you to both of these events. Um, they're both going to be different. So if you wanted to join both, that's also possible, but yeah, one's in person, one's online, it's trying to make it accessible for everybody. And yeah, I think it's going to be like so much fun. I'm, I'm really excited for both of them. So in addition to those, you know, kind of community leading rituals that I'll be doing for the solstice, I will also be doing my own ritual for the solstice. Um, I am a part of a group of witches online, like I'm part of someone else's coven. And, um, I, I know that we're doing a solstice ritual on that evening. So I might join that or I might do something solo. Sometimes I like to just kind of, you know, even though I want to honor these things with community and like I'm saying, they're not like about the specific day. It is about the season. Sometimes I like to leave the specific day free for me to just kind of do my own ritual, which is what I'll be doing this year. Like the actual 21st, um, I think it's a Thursday, so I have therapy anyway, so I don't ever do events on the days I have therapy, but you know, just, um, yeah, giving myself some time to have my own practice. Um, that's such an important part for me to remember as someone that leaves ritual for others and teaches others magic to make space for my own ritual, um, is just a good reminder for me always. Um, so if you need that reminder too, here it is. <laughs> All right, let me take a sip of coffee. I've been talking for 17 minutes straight. <laughs> um, okay. So that's the solstice. Let's see, what else do I want to talk about? Um, I guess like in the same realm as the solstice, it is and it isn't, but just like another kind of like holiday, um, that happens around this time of year is Saturnalia, which is an ancient Roman holiday honoring Saturn. Um, and I don't want to speak too much about it because I am not that I know about it, but I'm not an expert on it. And it's something that I have been learning about the last couple of years and want to keep learning about. Um, and I think something that I want to bring into my practice in this next year and something I've already kind of been doing this year is bringing in the Roman holidays, um, ancient Roman holidays like Saturnalia into my practice because I am Italian and that is where my lineage is. So Saturnalia and Lupercalia, two different rituals that I celebrated in 2023. Um, and I would like to continue to celebrate them in 2024. So I'm going to be researching more about Saturnalia and seeing kind of like what I can do. I might do like a little Saturn spell um, on the day of Saturnalia as well. Because Saturn is 
Saturn's always around, but this year Saturn is my time lord, um, which means that he's kind of ruling my chart for the year. So me and Saturn kind of have a little special relationship going on this year. So that's more of the reason why I want to honor Saturnalia. Um, oh, okay. So something else that I'm doing, which is something I'm so excited about. <laughs> it's like a couple years ago. If you've been like in my witchy world for a long time, or you're just like my friends, <laughs> um, you may remember that like three years ago, I did something called Witchmas, um, which was so much fun for me. And also just so cute and playful. Like I, yeah, so I'm bringing Witchmas back. And Witchmas is 13 days leading up to the winter solstice. So it actually starts today while I'm recording this. Hopefully I can get this episode out today. But yeah, today is the first day of Witchmas. Um, and pretty much for today till the winter solstice, I just do different deals in my business, um, different offerings, different giveaways, things like that uh, to honor the holiday season as a small business owner. So. Today is the first day of Witchmas, and since you're listening, I'll tell you the first deal. Um, today, I'm offering one card, one to three card. I, I never pull one card. Who, who am I kidding? If you get a reading from me, if you ever get a mini reading from me, I never pull one card, but pretty much like a mini one question reading. That's a better way to put it. For $13 for today only is the little, the Witchmas deal of the day, the first day of Witchmas. And then every single day up until the 21st, I'm going to release a different deal or a different giveaway, something like that. Um, and yeah, and so that's just something cute that I came up with and really enjoyed doing. Um, so what is next? I'm looking at my notes. Oh, okay. So I guess I want to talk a little bit about like decorating and like how I decorate as someone who grew up celebrating Christmas, but is pagan and like typically celebrates Yule. Um, so last year I made a lot of decorations. Um, I moved into a place last year that I absolutely love with my partner or, and yeah, I'm like, did we move last year? Yeah, we moved last year. Um, so last year was the first like Yule that we had here. And um, my partner doesn't celebrate Christmas or Yule, um, but they, you know, celebrate with me. And um, I wanted to, I had like space to decorate for the first time in like my adult life. Like that was like really uh, open and like a, like a big living room and dining room and office and like more space. So I wanted to make some decorations and I got these like little wood ornaments and I drew some different sigils. My partner and I, we drew a bunch of different sigils on them with just these like metallic markers. Um, and then I also made a set where I put the planetary glyphs on them. And so the planetary glyph set, I like strung up on the threshold to my alt, uh, to my altar, to my office, which is pretty much my whole altar. <laughs> um, but yeah, to my office, the door there is like above it is the planetary glyphs. And then also some dried oranges that I made, which symbolize the sun and the returning of the lights for the solstice. Um, and then I made a little string of ornaments to wrap around the tree um, of the other sigils that we made, um, on the little wood, wood circles. Uh, and so we have like a tiny, a tiny little baby tree. Last year we had a rosemary tree, which I loved so much. I felt like that was like perfect, like 
Yule euphoria <laughs> to have a rosemary tree. And this year I couldn't find them. I mean, I found some, but they were like all dead and like, I didn't like it. So I just got a little mini tree, which is honestly so cute. It's a little bit bigger than the rosemary one, which is nice because there's more space for the ornaments and the lights. And I have this little like wheel of the year um, like leather patch that is like rainbow that I put on the top is kind of like the star of the tree. It's like, it's so cute. <laughs> so I have that. And then I have like a little, um, candle from house, Witch. um, it's called the furies candle and it just smells like winter. And I have that like right next to the tree and yeah, it's really cute. So I have that. And then I have some lights on the tree and then I also have lights like around, um, we have like an archway leading from the living room to the dining room. So I have these little snowflake lights there. And yeah, that's kind of how I decorated this year. It's pretty simple, but it's, it's fun and it's easy and it brings me joy. Um, and I'm going to have some friends over on the 22nd, um, to have a little solstice Yule celebration and just kind of like be merry, give some gifts to my friends, my loved ones. Um, eat some food, drink some wine or some mead. Um, and yeah, so that's going to be really sweet. Um, and then I'm spending time with my family around Christmas, of course, and, you know, getting gifts for them. That's, I, I am such a gift giver. My love language is gift giving. Um, and I love buying gifts for people. Like I really, really love it. So I have very much been enjoying that. And that's like a very, joyous part of this time of year for me is getting to buy gifts for people that I love and, you know, just give them things that I feel represent them or things that I know that they'll enjoy and like. And yeah, um, I also made some, I made some things that I'll probably give away as gifts as well. Um, I made some like rosemary salts and I made this like sage and rosemary hydrosol, um, and I'm thinking of like making some more of that and like giving that away as some like little gifts too, because I've, I've really been enjoying it. I made it for, I made some for myself and it's been great. I've been loving the hydrosol. Um, and I'd like to make, I don't know. I want to see what herbs I can get and like how many different, I just started making my own hydrosols and it's been really fun and so easy. I was like very intimidated buy it for a while. So maybe I'll make a video on like how to do that. Cause it's actually extremely easy. Um, so yeah, so that's, that is how I am mostly celebrating. I'm just like looking at my notes to see if there's anything I left off. Oh, on the same note as hydrosols and herbal magic of the year. Um, I love doing a simmer pot and maybe I'll do a simmer pot when I have people over for like my little Yule party. Um, a simmer pot is when you just put a bunch of herbs and fruits and spices and all things in water and you let it boil and kind of use it as a spell to bring good energy into the home. You intentionally put different, um, things into the pot. I actually have a recipe for the simmer pot that I did last year for Saturnalia. Let me see if I can pull it up and read it to you guys because that would be cool, right? I don't think I can find it right now. <laughs> I can't find it right now, but I will link it in the notes. Um, but yeah, it was like oranges, cinnamon, cloves, probably some rosemary. I put rosemary in everything. I'm a big fan of rosemary. Oh my God. I actually saw these cute little like Instagram cocktail drinks where you put a sprig of rosemary upside down in a glass and then you fill like 
the bottom with water and you put it in the freezer so it like becomes ice and then it looks like a little tree coming out of the ice in your drink like a little snow globe. So I really want to make those for the Yule party and they're so cute. And actually seeing that video of this little rosemary sprig um, cocktail <laughs> recipe made me um, come up with the ice spell that we're going to be doing in the coven. It was like really inspiring to me. So yeah, it's cute. You can like, I don't know. It was a sweet moment of like, just this like random Instagram cocktail video, like inspiring a spell for me. <laughs> But, you know, magical inspiration can be found anywhere and everywhere. Um, so, yeah. So, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode talking about how I'm closing out the year as a witch. Um, I would love to know what you're doing to close out the year. If you do any celebrations, if you celebrate the solstice or Yule or Saturnalia, um, and how you will be honoring those thresholds this year. Uh, and yeah, I, I mentioned like a lot of offerings in this episode. So I guess just to kind of summarize those, if you're interested in any year ahead readings are available on my website, um, as well as the 12 house manifestation PDF guide. If that's something you're interested in, you can sign up for the solstice ritual with my coven through my website and the solstice ritual at Get Right Wellness Collective through the link in my Instagram bio. Um, and if you are interested in seeing what I have planned for Witchmas, just check out my Instagram and also make sure to subscribe to my email list because I'll be posting every single day the deal of the day, what this witch is giving to you all for Witchmas. <laughs> um, and yeah, I hope that you all have like a really lovely and magical and safe um, joyous end of the year. And I have one more end of year episode that I'm hoping to record about like, um, just kind of reviewing all the books that I've read this year. I thought that would be kind of interesting. And then I want to do an episode about how I'm starting out the new year magically. And I have a lot of plans for Woes of a Witch podcast in the next year. So I'm excited to continue to build this vessel, this community, this offering. And um, yeah, thank you so much for listening and supporting me. And I hope you have the most wonderful day and end of the year. Bye.